Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Friday, December 28, 2018. I'm David Knight, your host. We're going to take a look at what's going on in California. We just talked yesterday about the national legalization of hemp. Now, the federal government may pretend that they can't tell the difference between hemp and marijuana, uh, but it's a key difference. Uh, Hemp can be used for industrial purposes, for textiles, for food, for nutrition, for paper. It can be used... Uh, For health purposes, it cannot be used to get high. It absolutely has no reason to be part of the federal war on drugs, even if you support that. And President Trump, of course, uh, signed the law that was passed by the House and the Senate to remove prohibitions on growing industrial hemp. You've been able to buy hemp products that were grown in Canada, for example, but the the products, the, the textiles, the paper, the uh, food products, hemp seed, things like that, CBD oil, uh, they, they were able to be sold in the United States uh, even though you could not grow the hemp yourself in the United States. And so a lot of people uh, in uh, areas that would like to be able to make money growing it, like in Kentucky, wasn't just Rand Paul, it was also Mitch McConnell said, why are we doing this? You, there's absolutely no way that you could ever get high off of hemp. It doesn't have THC in it, but it does have some good things in it. Uh, CBD, for example, is a component that is in it. So uh, as that is happening, we see that Facebook and banks, you know, so typically it's the social media and the banks that are now the uh, cat's paw for prohibition, whether it's the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, or something like hemp. So they're coming out and shutting those things down. We've seen that the banks, as well as social media, are trying to shut down Uh, Any non-establishment news sites trying to remove their ability to process payments using the banks. We've seen the same thing done with the Second Amendment. Banks coming in and say, if you sell guns or if you manufacture guns, we're not going to let you do business with our bank. And, of course, social media will purge you as well if you talk about guns. Uh, So we've got a lot of news today we're going to cover about that, how California, even with their legalization of recreational marijuana, which you can get high with. Uh, They legalized that. They thought, oh, we're going to have a lot of money made out of uh, taxing marijuana. Well, the golden state has managed to kill the golden goose. And guess how they did it? With regulation and taxes. The same way they're killing everything in their economy. The same way they're killing housing in California. Regulation and taxes. And we're going to see more of that uh, in the coming new year. One of the things that I think we're going to see this next year Uh, I talked yesterday about a Marxist Christmas and how the Marxists in uh, many different areas in in China, as well as in our country, are doing their best to stamp out Christmas, uh, especially in China, uh, going in in one instance, removing all the decorations in a 27-story retail center, all the Christmas decorations out of a 27-story retail center in a day, everything gone. Purge it. 
because it is a foreign festival, and because this cult leader wannabe, President Xi, does not want to have any other gods before him. He is a jealous god, as all of these tyrants are. But also, the part of it that I didn't get to yesterday, we're going to get to today, it's not just a Marxist Christmas, but it's going to be a Sharia New Year. And we're going to have now for the, it's going to be the sixth year that they've done hijab day. But be ready because we've got a couple of Muslim congresswomen and they're going to change the rules along with Nancy Pelosi to make sure that they can wear the hijab in, uh, in Congress. I, I wonder if uh, Margaret Atwood and all of the Handmaid's Tale uh, fictionados are going to be there to wear their headgear, their sign of submission. <laughs> it's not Actually, what she uh, came up with is not quite as bad as the real thing. But, of course, that was Christians and her imagination doing that. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and, and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, and, and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together and I salute you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome on this December 28, 2018. I'm David Knight, your host. We have seen a roller coaster stock market this week. Of course, at the top of the Drudge Report, that's exactly what he had. was a picture of a roller coaster. Uh, first, we had the biggest decline on a Christmas Eve on Monday. Then Christmas, of course, they're closed. Then they come back on Wednesday, and they have the biggest gain, uh, single-point gain ever in history, 1,000 points up. Then yesterday... It was down massively by 600 points, and then it recouped that loss and came back and finished 250 points higher. <laughs> so we had, we had both of those happen yesterday. First, a major decline on Monday. Markets closed Tuesday. A major increase on Wednesday. Then yesterday, a decline and an increase. Uh, it's, it's crazy, absolutely crazy. And as many people are pointing out correctly, uh, Gerald Slinty was on yesterday. He said, it's not, it's not Trump's so-called trade war. And as I pointed out, as President Trump has pointed out, uh, the trade war was begun by the globalists. The trade war is being conducted against America on behalf of the Chinese and other developing countries at our expense. And, of course, the Federal Reserve is a part of that trade war. They have made it a point of saying that, that either they or the Chinese central bank could neutralize any effort by President Trump to try to equalize the tariffs between our two countries just by manipulating the currency. 
So if President Trump were to try to, they're not going to lower their tariffs to our level. So if President Trump raises tariffs, they all freak out. Oh, oh, this is, but uh, they can easily change that by just manipulating their currency or the Fed can do it to us. And as Gerald Slinty pointed out, even what President Trump is, is proposing to do, raising tariffs, is such a tiny part of their economy. The real issue is interest rates. That's really what the Fed is doing. And if we go back to the middle of December, as uh, many people were saying, and many economists were saying, I, I read this story from Michael Snyder, Stephen Moore told Fox Business that if the Fed raised interest rates, they should all be fired for economic malpractice. That's before President Trump started talking about firing Powell. No, they should all be fired. We should audit the Fed, find out what these people are doing. As another writer uh, put up on the headlines today, he said they are essentially suicide bombers. They are managing a currency that is not in the interest of America. Uh, certainly, if we lose the petrodollar, that's going to make things very difficult because then we're going to have to come face-to-face with our accumulated debt. So to that degree, yes, they're trying to keep the petrodollar as the world's reserve currency. But at what cost? Is it more important for them to be the world's central bank, the central bank of a global currency, than it is whether or not America does well or not? I think that is the case. They're willing to let China grow by 10% a year, but they will throttle us hard if we ever get above 2%. Oh, we're going to burn down the economy. And when we talk about the debt, whether or not they're able to maintain the petrodollar, that debt is going to come back to haunt us very, very quickly. As many people are pointing out, uh, the U.S. interest payments are about to skyrocket. Do you think that matters? I mean, even CBS, even mainstream uh, media news is talking about this. This is their headline. Inter- U.S. interest payments are about to skyrocket. Does that matter? America's interest payments have become a point of concern for some on Wall Street. Those payments are projected to triple to more than $600 billion by 2023. $600 billion. In other words, more than half a trillion dollars. More than 100 times what President Trump is asking for the wall this year. Think about that. That was a headline I gave you earlier this week. Gateway Pundit said, look, that's, that's more than 100 times what President Trump is asking for the wall. 500 to $600 billion based on the increase in interest rates. Remember, it was right after President Trump was elected, the middle of December, that Janet Yellen, then the Fed chair, raised interest rates for the first time in 2016. They'd only done it once before in the entire presidency of Barack Obama. They'd kept interest rates essentially at zero. She raised interest rates from a half a percent to three quarters of a percent. Now we have raised them from uh, two and a quarter to two and a half percent because they've been giving us a quarter of a percent increase every quarter, and they're strangling the housing market. They're scaring the stock market. And with everything that shaky, they went ahead and did it anyway. And then we have the mainstream media with the audacity to say that President Trump cannot fire the Fed chair for cause. The cause is job performance. That's the reason that you can be fired. That's what for cause means. It doesn't mean that he had a casting couch there in the Federal Reserve. It wasn't a Me Too situation. He wasn't embezzling money. Well, yeah, he was, but... uh, 
not not in the strict sense of it. Yeah, the whole Federal Reserve thing is a racket, folks. And that's why, rather than starting with the firing of the Fed, what President Trump needs to do is to audit the Fed. Show us what they don't want us to see. Expose that. I wish the most valuable thing that President Trump could do at this point and the most damaging thing he could do to his political opponents is to start declassifying these documents that the FBI and the CIA have uh, used to cover up their crimes and the crimes of their political patrons and to declassify and to expose what the Federal Reserve has done. He needs to become Julian Assange, Wiki Trump. That's what we really need in the White House. We need a Wiki Trump. <laughs> Come on, President Trump. Tell us the truth. Show us what these people are up to. That's really what we need to have. Let's take a look at some of the headline news today. Uh, we have the Venezuela murder is murder rate is dipping. And the people collecting these statistics inside of Venezuela, this is a Venezuelan observatory of violence. And the director there said, this is because the criminals are leaving. Oh, but don't worry. Let's keep the borders open. We don't have to. They're not going to come here. Of course, they're not going to come here. It was amazing because this (laughs) is coming from Reuters. It's amazing to see CBS talking about what the Federal Reserve is doing to tank our economy. And what uh, is happening, we got Venezuelan murderers on the loose. The murder rate in Venezuela, one of the world's highest crime rate countries, dipped in 2018, says Reuters, as some criminals apparently joined millions in leaving the crisis-stricken country. Uh, They blamed it on a crash in oil prices. And get this, again, this is Reuters. Reuters said, and an unraveling socialist economic model. Oh, you mean socialism is failing? Newsflash, mainstream media admits it, finally. It's a little bit difficult to keep denying it, but of course you do have people like occasional Cortex who always pretends that that's not the case. Again, the Venezuelan Observatory of Violence said that while Venezuela still has the highest murder rate, 81 per 100,000 inhabitants, it noted that the figure was down from 89 in 2017 and 92 the year before. So it looks like many of their murders are immigrating, emigrating. Where are they e-migrating to? Well, they would be, I guess you could call them uh, criminals coming over the border. Uh, but that would be racist, right? But this is what the director says. He says the majority of Venezuelans who immigrate are honest people, and they've been forced to look for work elsewhere. But many criminals are among them. This guy sounds like President Trump. Yeah, the majority of them are honest and they're economic refugees, but there's a lot of criminals among them as well. This is what the guy who's been following the crime rate in Venezuela and watching the immigration says. Director Roberto Brasino. And uh, folks, it's about economic migrants, which is what he had to say, and criminals. But guess what? They're not refugees. They're not being politically oppressed, unless you count socialism as a system of political oppression. And I think we should count that. When we come back, we're going to point out that Trump does not need congressional approval to build the wall. I've been saying this for a very long time. He could do it out of the military budget. But there are some other tricks that he could do. And we can go to the playbook of Obama and how he unconstitutionally funded Obamacare. 
Actually, President Trump could do it without violating the laws like Barack Obama did. We'll give you those other ways that he could fund the budget without Pelosi when we come back. Stay with us. Please, whatever you do, realize that we're all getting punched drunk to the censorship. And you saw 18 Twitter accounts, they say, affiliated with InfoWars. Yeah, some of them are like little side accounts. They even know we had like InfoWars store that just showed our products. But they just banned them all yesterday in punishment that I be at a Trump rally and be mobbed by all these folks that loved us. Your excitement about America, your excitement about this broadcast is what brought the country and the world back from the brink. But the globalists now want to target where the resistance came from so that we're not pesky in the future. I want to be troublesome and pesky. I want to keep going. I want to make them do the ultimate, not just destroy us financially. I want to push all the way. I've committed to do that. I've prayed for that. And I've been told that's going to happen. But you've got to back us. And I promise you this. I will never falter. I will never waver at the spiritual level. I physically will. But I give you my commitment, if you financially support us, InfoWarsStore.com, to give you my absolute total commitment. You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life. Our organic formula is made from high-quality natural ingredients such as valerian root extract, L-tryptophan, lemon balm leaf extract, and melatonin. Knockout packs a powerful punch to get you through the night and achieve proper sleep. Millions of people around the world experience daytime drowsiness, but with the rapid speed of life, we need to be able to keep up the pace. Our natural mixture harnesses the power of 10 known ingredients to let your body relax and get the sleep you need. Wake up refreshed and take on the day. InfoWars Life wants to bring you a sleep support formula that goes above and beyond other leading brands at an affordable price. Get the sleep you deserve and experience the power of knockout. Head on over to InfoWarsLife.com and say goodbye to fatigue. That's InfoWarsLife.com. InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms. Pollen Block is natural and effective. It is not an antihistamine. In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media, they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes. They can call BS. It's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. 
So please spread the links, Infowars.com, Newswars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. What the thrill is going to be gone from the Democrats if they figure out that Trump doesn't need their approval to build the wall. Uh, and President Trump figures that out, quite frankly. He could do it right out of the Defense Department budget. That's very obvious. Somehow, they never had a discussion about how much was going to be spent to build a dozen military bases in Syria and four airfields. They did it very quickly. They did it without any discussion. Or approval. They kept it quiet from everybody, controlling a third of that country, about the size of Louisiana. Going back to 2012, we had the discussion going back and forth between Leon Panetta and Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions saying, are you going to put troops in Syria? Again, this was six years ago. Leon Panetta said, well, we'll consult with our allies at NATO and uh, UN and we'll let you know. You know, because as Mattis said, our allies, our alliances are the core strength of this country. It's not our constitution. It's not our military. It's a NATO alliance. And, you know, we're not the policemen of the world because, you know, NATO is the policemen of the world. Except that we're NATO. We're NATO. Uh, Germans don't pay their bills. Uh, France doesn't pay their They have a small uh, obligation there to start with, and they don't pay that. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, he said, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to them and we might let you know. Well, they didn't, did they? Did they tell you? Everybody was saying, as President Trump said 2000, everybody was saying, well, you know, uh, the week before that, when you had uh, Brett McGurk, the other guy who resigned along with Mattis, Brett McGurk was saying, uh, yeah, we've got to stay there because now we've got a new mission. Uh, we've got to be uh, a balance against uh, Iran. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, we're not talking about regime change anymore. And, of course, ISIS isn't there. So uh, we've got to be there to balance against Iran. And we're going to be there forever. Now he's gone. Good. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. But uh, uh, he was uh, talking at, you know, as the uh, mainstream media was uh, covering that for them, uh, essentially posting legal notice to us, I guess, in their, their mind that, uh, oh, by the way, we're serving you notice or we're going to be in Syria forever, just like Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, we've never had this discussion or whatever, but we're going to be there. And they let it slip that they had 4,000 troops. And people were saying at the time, I thought it was 500 troops. No, it's 4,000. Now it's 2,000 and 2,000 are going to come out. I don't know how many they've got there. I wonder if President Trump knows how many they've got there. Are they telling him the truth? Uh, but nevertheless, um, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, President Trump could easily protect our country from invasion. You know, they supposedly have these thousands of troops and a dozen military bases and four airfields there to protect Syria from being invaded by mm, picket ISIS. Oh, let's say ISIS or Iran, maybe from Iran. Okay, but we can't protect our country 
from invasion. And if President Trump talks about sending 5,000 troops to the border, they go apoplectic in Washington. You can't do that. There's no money for that. There's no authority for that. We only use the military to invade other countries, and we don't protect this country from foreign invasion. That would be crazy if we did something like that. But let's, let's just take that off the table for right now. Let's just pretend that President Trump is not the commander-in-chief of the military, that he doesn't have the authority and duty to protect our borders with the military. Let's just take that off the, the table for a moment and think, okay, let's, let's play along with the Democrats and with the mainstream media and with the federal judiciary, and let's just pretend that he's not commander-in-chief of the military and that he doesn't have a duty to protect this country. All right, let's talk about what he could do then to protect this country with a wall and do it without the approval of the Democrats. And this is exactly what the Washington Examiner did. They said, this time of year, of course, you have all these federal bureaucracies that say, hey, you know, we got money that's left over in our budget. You've seen this over and over again. It's been the subject of many situational comedies, uh, even, even in the office. I mean, even a little uh, uh, you know, Dunder Mifflin. At the end of the year, oh, we got some money left over. We can't let that go. Uh, it'll just disappear. Uh, so it's got to find a way to spend it or to make us look bad. And my wife taught school for a couple of years. There, there's the office. Let's get a copier or uh, whatever. I, that was the episode. But uh, in school systems, they do this as well because you can't not spend all the money because you want to make sure that you get more money next year. And if you don't spend all the money that was allotted to you, people might look at it and say, well, we, we can cut the budget over here and allocate that money to a different bureaucracy. Or they're not going to leave it with the taxpayers, of course. Uh, but they could give it to a different bureaucracy. So they're all out there trying to spend this money at the very last minute. They might do things like buy a copier or working workout equipment or parkas or leather furniture or Christmas gifts for each other. But for the most part, they've got big... Uh, as the White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said last week, specific pots of money, pots of money. That was her term, pots of money. So we're looking at specific pots of money that we could fund this with. And they are all over the federal bureaucracy, as you can imagine, this time of year. Maybe the shutdown kept them from getting to those pots of money and spending them at the last minute on copy machines or something. <laughs> So they want to avoid large balances of unobligated funds, uh, which would raise questions as to whether or not uh, that bureaucracy had, didn't have enough projects to justify its budget. So one of those pots of money, as I point out, uh, the Washington Examiner points out, could be more than $500 million from the Defense Department that's been appropriated for counter-narcotics program. Okay, so that's 10% of what President Trump wants. Uh, the additional second route is tapped into the Defense Department's MILCON funding, where about $50 million can be used to construct barriers at the border without congressional approval. Uh, where was the congressional approval to house people that come across the border with their whole families into military bases? How did we find out how to fund that out of the military budget? Oh, that's right. So we can fund them and the health care and the housing and the food and everything else in these military bases, but we can't block them from coming in. <laughs> Got to get them into the judicial system so they can get into the electoral system for the Democrats. USA Today acknowledged that this is only a small fraction of the money available to President Trump if he decides to exercise his executive power. The Department of Agriculture, here's where the big money is. The Department of Agriculture has about $200 billion 
and outstanding loans for rural development projects such as community buildings and bridges and roads and fire stations and stuff like that. These federal loans to local communities have low default rates that are attractive to private sector investors. Mm, This is starting to sound like the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac program where the federal government would guarantee loans to people to buy homes. and uh, Investors like to get that because it was a safe investment and so forth, until Obama decided that he would tap into it to fund the subsidies that hadn't been constitutionally and lawfully funded by Congress. You even had the House take him to court on that, even had a federal judge say, no, you can't do that. The Constitution says the House has to spend that money. You can't steal that money. From Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, you can't do that. And then it just stopped. Jeff Sessions ignored it. President Trump maybe didn't know anything about it. I mean, Jerome Corsi talked about that. I had him on many times. He talked about that. That's a that's a big deal. It's a big deal how they bluffed everybody, took that money unconstitutionally, got away with it. Well, President Trump could do this, and he could do it legally, legally, out of the Department of Agriculture's two hundred billion dollar fund. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWarsStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance. And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. We all know that the outside toxins in the water is a serious health issue. InfoWars is proud to sell incredible filters, but it's almost impossible to keep up with every faucet, shower, and sink in your home. That's why we're bringing you something to provide clean water for your whole house with one system. The ProPure Whole House Water Filtration System is an advanced, four-stage, compact filtration system that will provide water filtration for your entire home, removing 220-plus contaminants from your water. It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad-spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com, and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro Pure Whole House Filtration System today. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media... They can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes. They can call BS. It's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. 
That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and, and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, and, and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together. And I salute you. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. It's your move. You're listening to The David Knight Show. You were just talking about how President Trump doesn't need Nancy Pelosi's permission to build a wall. Doesn't need a all the federal judges to unanimously agree that he can protect our border. He can do it with the Defense Department. Of course, he can also tap into money from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. They have a $200 billion fund for rural projects. That's kind of a rural project, isn't it? And, uh, of course, we've already seen Barack Obama tap into a similar fund for housing mortgages illegally, unconstitutionally, as agreed by a federal judge that everybody just just ignored that, let him do that. It's kind of interesting when we go back and we look at Obamacare and this uh, case that is now going to make its way to the Supreme Court uh, I'm not optimistic that if it gets there before we get a replacement for Ginsburg, uh, that anything's going to change. Uh, and even then, it might not change. Remember that we have John Roberts, who is increasingly moving to the left on all these different decisions. And we now have uh, Brett Kavanaugh, who was the one who came up with this legal fiction that it was a tax. And therefore, uh, the government could force you to buy products from private insurers. (laughs) That's a novel twist on the Constitution. They twisted it so much he he, uh, rang all the truth out of it, didn't he? There's no truth left in the Constitution. Nevertheless, uh, they called them on that. They said, okay, well, you say it's a tax, and now that tax no longer exists because the Congress removed that, removed the fee, the penalty. They said, well, if you don't pay, you're going to get a penalty. So therefore, that's a tax, so therefore we can Hang everything to that, and it is all tied together on that. So the judge says, okay, well, if that's your whole basis, that's your legal argument. That was produced by Brett Kavanaugh. That's why I'm afraid this isn't going to go past uh, the scrutiny of this political 
group of uh, nine judges there for life uh, because you've got Kavanaugh and Roberts who were, you know, all the people who voted for basically are still there or or else put this thing uh, in like Kavanaugh was involved in it. Nevertheless, they also, you know, when you have a tax that is uh, coming up, revenue, that is supposed to originate in the House. It didn't. It originated in the Senate. That's one strike against it. The other strike is that it's no longer a tax, and that was the basis for it. You've got to take that out. Then when it came to funding it, Obama did it unconstitutionally, illegally, by robbing investors, doing what they called a net asset sweep. Isn't that interesting prevarication? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just called robbery is what you and I would be charged with if we did that. But he called it a net asset sweep, and he got away with it. Uh, so President Trump could easily do this. Uh, you know, Obama spent billions on health care without congressional authorization, without any kind of constitutional powers. Why did he do that? Well, because the establishment wanted him to. The political establishment wanted that. Of course, they had already picked uh, Paul Ryan and Mitt Romney because they knew that they would put through Obamacare in case uh, Barack Obama didn't get elected. Uh, those two would certainly enact the same plan. And Paul Ryan kept it from being overturned the whole time he was there. So they did it without any constitutional authority, without any congressional authorization. They did it because the establishment wanted it, because Barack Obama wanted it for his voters. President Trump, you need to do this constitutionally. You have a duty and you have the authority to protect it with the military. You don't even need to play these games with the uh, USDA budget, but he's sent out signals. It looks like they may be looking at things like that through uh, Press Secretary Sanders saying that. But he needs to keep faith with the Constitution. He needs to keep faith with his voters. Uh, Obama kept faith with his voters even when it meant breaking his oath to the Constitution. Let's take a look while we're talking about the uh, wall. Of course, Nancy Pelosi's out there virtue signaling over the death of the eight-year-old. As uh, CNS News puts it, uh, Pelosi was responding to the death of the eight-year-old, Felipe Alonso Gomez, who died on Christmas Eve in custody. Uh, It makes it sound like they uh, picked him up and uh, tortured him Saudi-style to death, doesn't it? And I pushed back on this from day one. I said, why is a sick kid being taken on a dangerous journey like that? That is child endangerment. And that was before we learned from the timeline that the father, after they had identified that he was sick, they gave him some medication and said, we need to do further treatment. No, oh, he's okay, said the father. He's okay. Takes him away to another facility. The kid starts to get sicker. They notified the people in that facility that they had a sick child that was being brought in. They kept an eye on the child. As they saw that he was getting sicker, they took him away from the father, took him to get medical care. By that time, it was too late. Uh, that's according to the timeline released. And, of course, Nancy Pelosi is saying, Democrats call on Homeland Security's inspector general. Yes, yes, he is an inspector general, uh, to immediately open an investigation into this death. Well, you've already have one. Just look at the timeline, Nancy. Look at the child endangerment, Nancy, that you are an accessory to because you encourage these people to make that dangerous trip and to bring children across, even sick children across. You're not concerned about our children catching disease, are you, or us? And she said, we have a moral responsibility to ensure all children of God are treated with compassion, except those who are aborted for profit, that she applauds. 
uh, Planned Parenthood, except for those American children and families who have their children taken away without due process by CPS. I've reported on this many times. I've had a lot of people on with CPS. She doesn't care about that. She will mandate vaxes. She will uh, vaccines. She will uh, take children away from their families. Is she and the Democrats? If you don't go to their schools, if you're homeschooling your kids, something dangerous like that, that really does threaten them. That's nothing that is harming the children at all. But they'll take your kids away without due process. Force the vaccines. If you don't get the vaccines, you're not going to go to school. You're not going to get education. You homeschool? Well, I don't think you're doing that up to snuff. So we're going to take your kids away from you. Right? Uh, talk to us about all children of God being treated equally. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, as you support abortion. Let's take a look how this looks in uh, Massachusetts, that other Democrat stronghold. You have a uh, woman who was handcuffed for homeschooling her kids because it appears that the Massachusetts school district there determined that they will decide who and who can homeschool and who can't, who can get out of their system, who belongs to them and who doesn't. Uh, this is, and she's now filed a lawsuit. Uh, this is re- involving her eight-year-old son. She pulled him from the Worcester Public Schools to homeschool him last January. Now, she is suing the Worcester School Committee, the superintendent, the State Department of Children and Families. That's like CPS. Uh, after police entered her home, handcuffed her, arrested her for over what amounted to a paperwork dispute. According to the lawsuit, she is seeking unspecified compensatory damages for violation of her constitutional rights and for mental pain and suffering on her and on her son. Now, what she did was, uh, under Massachusetts law, and they had a court case going back to 1987, you would notify the superintendent of the local school system that you're going to be homeschooling your child. And um, the burden of proof, according to that case, is on the school system to show that the homeschool program is insufficient. She filed that submission of paperwork. They never responded. Instead, of responding to her, months later, they contacted their equivalent of CPS, the Department of Children and Families, and they reported her, and they show up with the police. They start banging on the door. Uh, and again, this is the secretary from the superintendent's, uh, the education superintendent, telling the State Department to go get the police and go to her house. And they did. And they did. So the police escalated the situation. They pounded on the door. They threatened to forcibly knock it down when she... Uh, was intimidated into letting them in. An officer laid hands on her, handcuffed her, ordered her into a chair, yelled in her face, while her eight-year-old son watched and cried. Nancy Pelosi, all children of God should be treated with compassion. Stop destroying families. Stop separating children from their families. Stop doing it to Americans so that you can enforce your mind control program on them through your government schools. We'll have more on this when we come back. Stay with us. Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. Combine Flora Life Everyday Maintenance and Carnivore to help you fuel your gut and body and take advantage of the powerful nutrients you receive. There's no better way to power your body. Flora Life is a powerful probiotic supplement with 20 of the most potent clinically studied probiotic strains. 
When paired with Carnivore, our incredible enzyme formula that helps you break down nutrients, these formulas fuel your gut and your body to help you fight toxins and stay fueled all day. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try Floralife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today. Our grandparents and great-grandparents knew they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of My Patriot Supply, one of the top most respected companies out there. But because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader, and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sell prices back at InfoWarsStore.com on InfoWars Select Storable Foods. They've got special diet foods. They've got three-month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you've got a three-year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self-sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select, high-quality storable foods powered by My Patriot Supply. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, that can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWarsStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance. And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
Welcome back. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what happened to this woman who had the audacity to take her child out of public school and notify them, which is all legal, going back to 1987. Uh, it used to be very common, going back to the 1980s, used to be very common, or the 70s, for them to arrest parents, for them to take the children away. Some of the parents who resisted arrest or resisted having their children taken away were shot and killed here in America. And uh, fortunately, those days uh, have uh, stopped for a few decades, but they may be on their way back. I'll tell you why uh, in just a moment. Uh, Certainly in the Northeast, they have never given up the idea that you and your children are their slave property. You're slaves to them. Uh, It's uh, not, not the millionaire, multimillionaire basketball players or football players like LeBron James pretends that he is a slave. No, no, no. It's the people who are put into bondage to pay for their stadiums, the people who have no legal rights and can have anything done to them. You are the slaves. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to remind you of the specials that we have, the year-end special that we have continued now. We've brought back all of the 24-hour Christmas specials that we had, things like Brain Force Plus, 55% off, Ultimate Bone Broth, 55% off, Silver Bullet, 60% off. That's our colloidal silver. Uh, knockout or all natural sleep aid 60% off we have many products uh, from 50 up to 75% off we have free shipping store-wide we have double patriot points that's our reward system for discounts in the future and all orders get a free gift with every order take a look at the sales we have at infowarsstore.com folks we really do appreciate your support really do appreciate you standing with us uh, this year as the establishment closed in to shut down free speech. I think that's the quite obviously the biggest story of 2018, how they unveiled their plans, how they unveiled themselves as enemies of the Constitution and the First Amendment, uh, just as they've unveiled themselves in the past as enemies of the Second Amendment. They're getting more obvious about that, and we've got some stories here about how they're going to make their moves against the Second Amendment as well coming up in the new year. But let's get back to homeschooling. And uh, this approach, because, you know, we have Nancy Pelosi out there virtue signaling over this as she encourages parents to endanger their children to come across the border, even if they're deathly ill. She says that we have a moral responsibility to ensure that all children of God are treated with compassion, unless you're an American. And then you will not be treated with compassion. You will not even get due process. You will have your children taken away if you don't get their mandatory vaccines or their mandatory educations. You might have the government and the people who are friends with Nancy Pelosi, they might help to pay to take your child away. You know, that kind of child separation where you rip them to pieces and stop their beating heart. It's called abortion. Uh, She has the audacity to talk about children of God. Anyway, what's happening in Massachusetts? This uh, lady, Goodall, as I pointed out, uh, they don't respond to this. They say, well, you know, we haven't given you permission. That, that was their permission, their thing, saying, uh, well, if we don't respond and say that we accept your declaration of homeschooling, then we can hold you in violation of our educational laws. And we can say that, uh, and this was basically the case that they came up, they said that uh, it was educational neglect. This child was not in any physical danger. Educational neglect does not justify the bureaucracy sending in uniformed goons to knock your door down 
and to handcuff you to a chair, yell at you in front of your eight-year-old son until he cries, and then have additional officers come and start searching the home so they can try to find something else that's a real crime instead of their trumped-up educational neglect. Now, where the educational neglect came in was when the establishment neglected to do anything with her paperwork. Instead, they called the cops on her. And, of course, it was made clear in the 1987 case that established the right to homeschool in Massachusetts that you make that declaration. You don't have to get them to handshake on that. You don't have to get their approval. But they're trying to assert that, the government bureaucracy. And so she was arrested, taken to the police station. She was booked, but they never filed any charges. What were the charges? Nothing. Nothing. She paid bail, finally made it back home after seven hours. And now they've had a lawsuit going back and forth. But the battle continued. She submitted another education plan. They still didn't acknowledge her paperwork. So she submitted it again on April the 10th. Then on, after another voicemail, after another email, and uh, finally a hearing from the secretary on April 25th, her plan was not officially approved until May 9th after her lawyer wrote them a threatening letter. They go months. I mean, this whole thing started back in January of this last year. And they point out many homeschooling families in Massachusetts are waiting for the district to approve their educational plans months after submitting them. Bottom line is, folks, Homeschool Legal Defense Association is your friend. If you homeschool, you need to know about them. Don't ask for permission. They don't have the authority. Don't take the mindset and the posture of a slave. As they point out in this article, it's an excellent article from the Daily Bell. Public schools are in the business of teaching conformity and unquestioning obedience to authority. That's why the government pushes them so hard. Homeschoolers, on the other hand, are by definition nonconformists. They are skeptical of authority figures and of government in general. And you keep that skepticism, and don't you ever bow down to these tyrants, these Nancy Pelosi's and others. Take a look at what it looks like in uh, New York. In New York, they have the Department of Education there has issued guidance to empower local government schools to assess the curricula of private schools in their districts and then determine if they're fit to operate. So now they're going to have, again, this is another move, first in Massachusetts, now in New York, to set up the government schools as the arbiters and the inspectors. You know, they're going to stand over you and decide if you are capable of educating your kids. I would say they have to do something about the schools in New York City where they spend the highest per capita anywhere in the country and they wind up with a 97 and 98% illiteracy and innumeracy. Kids can't do math. They can't read. They can't think critically. They said the onerous guidelines would give the school district, this is uh, from New American, control over the teacher's accreditation. They would mandate inspections from public school officials. Yeah, we theoretically had that type of thing back in North Carolina. <laughs> Good luck getting into my house. Good luck. Uh, while the new guidelines affect all New York State private schools, they actually stemmed from a 2015 survey purporting to find that, quote, some ultra-Orthodox Jewish yeshivas were barely teaching their students English or other secular subjects, reports the Albany Times Union. However, a recent analysis of New York State Regents' exam scores they have a statewide regents exam in New York. Uh, you take that, and that's the basis on whether or not you can get into um, uh, the state universities there. 
So the Regents' exam score showed that, unsurprisingly, the yeshiva students generally outperformed government school pupils. It's not a very high bar. Uh, They said state officials announced in a press release that local public schools, quote, have the responsibility to ensure that the education received by non-public school students is substantially equivalent to that received in district public schools. To which you would say, well, so that means that they're going to lower it? Since the private schools, the non-public schools, have higher scores than the public schools, so they're going to get equivalency, that means you're going to lower them. And that's exactly what New Americans said. They said, well, the private school education have to be dumbed down and sexed up. Yeah, it's part of the brave new schools agenda. That's really what they should call it. So this stuff like uh, Common Core, No Child Left Behind, all that stuff was sold to us, by the way, by Republicans. The Bushies. Um, yeah, just pass out the Soma drugs. You know, we can forget the yeshiva school. You know, don't don't study uh, the Torah or the Bible or anything else like that. No, no, we're going to have drag queen story hour. That's what we're going to have in our public schools. Uh, as they pointed out, uh, uh, Disraeli Reisman, dean of two Brooklyn-based yeshivas, said, our schools have to offer 11 courses to students in grades 5 through 8, a total of seven hours of daily instruction. Public schools have less than six hours a day of prescribed instruction. My, he said, someone could get a crazy idea that government is trying to squeeze religious teaching out of faith-based schools by denying them the time that's now devoted to it. But hey, maybe I'm just being paranoid. No. (laughs) He's being sarcastic, and he's telling you exactly what they're doing. Exactly what they're doing. It is the deliberate dumbing down, folks, of our society. Charlotte Isserby, Phyllis Schlafly talked about that with the Department of Education. They went there to shut it down, as Ronald Reagan promised, but instead they saw it was going to be pushed to deliberately dumb us down. I would say to deliberately uh, make us degenerate. That's really now become uh, not just dumb, but degenerate. We'll be right back. We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients. Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, that can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. 
That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Using free speech to free minds. It's The David Knight Show. Welcome back. You know, as we look at the great moves that President Trump took this last week in terms of saying we've, we've beaten ISIS, and as I, I said, it was already announced, already reported on, that uh, Russia's flights had dropped in the preceding weeks by more than 99%. They had dropped from 100 to 110 flights per day to three to four per week there in terms of fighting ISIS. And the ultimate backfire, I guess we could call it the Bolton backfire, was when Bolton was there with the president. They were on the phone with uh, the president of Turkey, Erdogan, and Bolton is trying to push this new uh, mission, part of the mission creep, being pushed by this creepy neocon, John Bolton. And he was saying, oh, yeah, we, you know, uh, we, we need to, to keep Iran under control. Uh, you know, regime change, we're not going to talk about that anymore because that took a lot of hits. You know, everybody's saying, we got this undeclared war to overthrow a president in another country. We, we didn't have a vote on this. How do we have the legal authority to do this? How do we have the moral authority to do this? You know, as a Christian nation, we always understood that you don't go to war unless you're attacked first. That goes all the way back to Augustine, the just war theory. War is not justified if you haven't been attacked. And you can, you can uh, then defend yourself. Uh, you try to minimize harm to the civilian population. These are all Christian values, moral values that our societies, our civilization was built upon. We've thrown them out the window to become the world's policemen. So we come in and say, well, we don't like Assad. We'll just take him out. Where's the moral authority for that? Where's the constitutional legal authority for that? There is none. So they stopped talking about regime change. They started talking about, well, we'll take out ISIS. So President Trump said, fine, we'll take out ISIS. They did. Now it's like, oh, we got to stay here to, to fight Iran. And uh, so that backfired on him. The question, though, is what is going to happen moving forward? Now Mattis is gone. Now this Brett McGurk, jerk, jerk McGurk. <laughs> who uh, tried to hold a press conference and box in President Trump saying, we're going to be there forever. He's gone now. Uh, the report is that uh, Mattis from the World Tribune said Mattis blocked Trump supporters from key Pentagon jobs. Uh, remember, President Trump said he's kind of a Democrat. Well, it turns out he was a lot like the Democrat Party. Uh, Mattis mostly hired Democrats. So this is an opportunity for a Trump do-over of political appointees at the Pentagon, tweeted Christian Witten, a former senior advisor at the State Department. That'd be nice if it happens, he said. In a Christmas report, the Washington Times security correspondent 
Uh, Rowan Scarborough quoted a former Trump campaign advisor saying that Mattis, quote, was briefing Hillary during the 2016 campaign. He only became Mattis only became a Trump supporter after the election. He then worked hard to keep Trump campaign advisors and surrogates out of the Pentagon while undermining Trump policies all along. All along. I hope that he doesn't let the door hit him on the way out, uh, said Scarborough. Uh, the ex-advisor also said that General Mattis is a cautionary tale for conservatives who are thinking about getting involved in the 2020 re-election campaign. Numerous advisors who took significant personal risks to support Trump during the 2016 campaign had their lives destroyed by a cast of thousands. Meanwhile, Mattis fought hard to keep them out of the Pentagon, adding insult to injury. He noted that insiders said that Mattis's chief of staff, retired Navy Rear Admiral Kevin M. Sweeney, preached that he was going to have a non-political defense department. But instead of a non-political department, what he meant was, we're going to use that to keep out anybody that was involved with President Trump. So we're only going to have bureaucrats and not reformers. We're only going to have people who are already there under Obama. See, they're, they're not political. They're now establishment bureaucrats. So we'll keep them. Anybody that would come in and change things, they will be labeled as reformers, and they will be kept out by Mattis and his surrogates. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media, they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes. They can call BS. It's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back. I want to talk a little bit about what may happen in the future in Syria. Uh, not in, not just in Syria. I mean, we may get out of Syria, but what's going to happen really in the Pentagon? That's really the question. Yeah, we got rid of Mattis. As I just pointed out to you, he's not just kind of a Democrat. You know, President Trump said that about Gary Cohen. <laughs> the guy who was given like a, a $200 million or something like that from Goldman Sachs. He, he was... Uh, head of Goldman Sachs, and it's like, oh, yeah, we really want him in the White House. So let's give him a golden parachute, and let's accelerate the payout and all that kind of stuff, make it, make it uh, grease the skids for him. That, that was absolutely amazing. We're all, like, scratching our heads saying, uh, uh, has uh, Trump gone off the rails here, putting in so many Goldman Sachs people, especially Gary Cohen? Well, uh, when Gary Cohen finally quit because President Trump is going to try to get rid of the unequal tariffs against us with China, uh, Gary Cohen quit. 
And Trump said, yeah, he's kind of a globalist. He always was a globalist. And, of course, Mattis always was a Democrat. He was advising Hillary Clinton's campaign throughout the election. And then after she loses, he becomes a Trump supporter after the election. And then he blocked, along with his uh, retired Navy Rear Admiral Kevin Sweeney, they blocked anybody who is politically on the same page as Trump from getting into the Pentagon, completely blocked them. Oh, those people would be political because they support President Trump. Again, the bureaucrats who are already here, uh, they're not political at all, as we've seen over the last two years of this Russiagate stuff, right? And uh, remember, as we pointed out, uh, Gateway Pundit got some non-disclosure agreements that were leaked to them that Mattis was circulating back in May as to whether or not he should run for president against President Trump in 2020. They said, yeah, you probably could do pretty well, except you could do even better if you weren't the, you know, serving under him, well, that's been taken care of now. That's been taken care of. He's now had a major break with President Trump. He has now been declared the hero. He's now got uh, the laurels that have been put on him by the establishment press and the Democrat Party. You know, best general we've ever had now because he stood up to Trump and supported the New World Order and our, said our core strength. Our foreign entanglements, <laughs> the anti-Washington, <laughs> it's a diametrically opposed to General Washington, General Mattis is. But, of course, uh, he's a politician. But they blocked anybody that would support President Trump as being political. Got to keep them out. Here's an example, as I point out. Michelle uh, Flournoy, first choice to be Deputy Defense Secretary. She served as Obama's Undersecretary of Defense for Policy. And is a Hillary Clinton supporter. She's not political, is she? No, 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 not at all. I mean, Democrats are not political. It's only those people who support President Trump. Yet she was Mattis's first choice for the ultra-plum job of Deputy Defense Secretary, to the exclusion of rank-and-file Republicans who had been outside looking in for eight years. And now as we look at who's going to replace Mattis, uh, as we see from uh, Zero Hedge, actually it's an article originally from Mint Press, both leading candidates to replace Mattis are maximum war hawks. They may be worse than Mattis. Here are the two. Uh, Tom Cotton, the senator. Cotton has repeatedly called for the unilateral bombing of Iran. Oh, sounds just like John McCain. Insisting that it will only take uh, several days and it would not lead to a wider war. Oh, so he's not just a neocon. He is a maximum fool as well. He said they praised Trump's decision in April of 2017 to bomb Syria. Remember when President Trump did that and then did it again the next April? It was like a it became like an annual celebration, a false flag celebration. Look, we have a gas attack. And uh, now is the time for us to send in the Air Force and the ground troops into Syria. Oh, wait, they're already there. That's right. They didn't tell us that. But after President Trump made that mistake in 2017 to bomb Syria. Cotton said, it restored our credibility in the world. <laughs> uh, after Trump again bombed Syria this last April, uh, again, the, the annual uh, event, uh, Cotton released an official statement praising the attack again. And listen to the mature wording of this. The butcher of Damascus. Uh, by that, he was meaning the president of Syria. Learn, uh, this guy writes copy 
like uh, Kim Jong-un, doesn't he? Kim Il-jung, I've forgotten. The little guy, the little fat man. Uh, he, he says, the butcher of Damascus learned two lessons tonight the hard way. Weapons of mass destruction won't create a military advantage once the U.S. is done with you. And Russia cannot protect its clients from the United States. We thank our old British and French friends for once again joining us in defending the civilized world. Civilized world. Are we civilized? Do we have any moral code? Do we put up absurd false flags and use that as a false premise to create more death and destruction. Why are we even there in the first place? Why are we even there? But that's, uh, that's one of the candidates. Here's the other guy, maybe even worse than Tom Cotton. John Keane. Uh, John Keane is the neocon extraordinaire. As they report in Mint Press, media reports have cited John Keane, Jack, as he's known by, to his friends, as Mattis's most likely replacement. And that should concern anyone who is wary of U.S. military escalation in the Middle East. Keane is a frequent commentator on Fox News. He's been described by former CIA analyst Ray McGovern as the go-to general for the neoconservatives. And he has a very close association with all the Kagan clan. Uh, that would be people like Fred Kagan, Robert Kagan, their wives, Kimberly Kagan, and Victoria Newland. Does that sound familiar? Remember Victoria Newland engineering uh, the overthrow of the government in Ukraine? Uh, yeah, regime change everywhere. Uh, Keynes is, uh, wrote a document called Choosing Victory, a Plan for Success in Iraq, which has not aged too well. Uh, that plan for success in Iraq was written back in 2007. It included the troop surge in Iraq. It was a blueprint for the Bush administration. And, of course, it was not a plan for success. Uh, Keene is the current chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, mm. which was founded by Fred Kagan's wife, Kimberly Kagan, and was formerly chaired by Liz Cheney, daughter of former Vice President Dick Cheney, Darth Vader himself. The ISW, Institute for the Study of War, is funded by major weapons manufacturers, surprise, surprise, and the military-industrial complex, uh, people such as General Dynamics, Northrop, uh, and DynCorp. Remember DynCorp International? Uh, the people who provide training for Afghan police and provide child trafficking as well. And then Palantir. Remember Palantir? Uh, the people who do the geospatial analysis, uh, you know, the uh, geospatial intelligence uh, activity-based analysis, human domain analytics, all the stuff that's used for anticipatory intelligence. You know, this is something that is the blueprint for total tyranny, folks. Uh, this, is far, this is the substrate for implementing the kind of social credit scores that we've talked about so many times in China. You do that by having the intelligence and the data mining that Palantir does. They make all of these different connections. These people very cynically reference back to the Lord of the Rings, the Palantir, the crystal balls. Everything that they do in their company uh, is a reference back to the Lord of the Rings. And, of course, the Palantir were those crystal balls that the kings would communicate with each other. But they could also use that to look into you. Remember remember when uh, Frodo picked the thing up and uh, 
You know, Saruman is starting to look inside of him. That's exactly what their intelligence does to you, to your family. Uh, these are the people backing this guy. Uh, Palantir, of course, is created by the CIA's venture capital firm. They took the gloves off. They took the mask off. They started funding these social media companies, these geospatial intelligence companies to mine your data. They started doing that. They created their own openly, created a venture capital firm to put these people in charge. That's why I say all of the censorship that you're seeing out there, all of this pre-crime analysis, that's all being done by our government, not simply by these private corporations. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, that can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and, and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians, who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, 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 and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker and I am so honored to be here with you right beside me not behind us but right beside us and at the heart of everything resisting these globalists so whatever you do take action and realize we're changing history together and I salute you for those of us that are the tip of the spear we're being targeted to take out the leadership that's the globalist only hope so when you support Infowars when you spread our articles and videos when you buy products at Infowarsstore.com you are literally not just supporting Infowars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people. But you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWarsStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance and that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. Stress is a natural part of life. 
Work, family, friends, and everyday accidents can put a lot of strain on the body and your mood. Don't let life weigh you down. Happies is a powerful mood and stress support formula that has your back against life's daily inconveniences. Made with ancient ingredients used for thousands of years, Happies can help you take back the day. With our powerhouse formula, Happies can be an important part of your daily supplement routine. With poor diet and the constant on and off of your work life, it's more important than ever to support your body in the fight against stress. With powerful ingredients combined to help support the mind and body, Happies helps support during stress, promotes overall well-being, and helps support your mood. Don't live your life bogged down. Help your body overcome the effects of daily stress and pressure today with Happies from InfoWarsStore.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. back we're just talking about what's going on in, in syria and basically what's going on in the pentagon will president trump put in somebody else like mattis again going back to uh the 2016 election he was mattis was the advisor to hillary clinton and daily beast a uh, big fan of the clintons a big uh, democrat publication puts it this way on their headline Mattis was expected to be tapped by President Hillary Clinton. Instead, he got Trump, but he still got in, still got in. And uh, as President Trump said, he's kind of a Democrat. Yeah, he was. He blocked all of the Republicans out of the Pentagon. So we don't want anybody in here that's political, but then he takes people that were the top of uh, the Obama administration because, you know, oh, they're obviously not political. They've been here for eight years and uh, carried them over. And this is the problem that we've seen. This has been President Trump's biggest problem in dealing with Washington, the people that he put there, people like Rex Tillerson, for example, Uh, somebody who should have been disqualified for what he did at the Boy Scouts. But also, the guy was a globalist when it comes to climate change. Uh, Exxon is uh, pushing that fiction very hard. And he pushed a long time, pushed back against President Trump in terms of the climate change, eventually President Trump did the right thing, but he had to do it over the people around him, pushing against him and undermining him all the way, just like he had to do it with Mattis. And so the question is, is he going to get somebody now who, as we're just talking about Keene, who appears to be the the leading candidate for this, in the case of Syria, uh, Keene, who everybody expects to be put in the place of Mattis, has repeatedly called for the U.S. to directly enter the Syrian conflict to arm the right Syrian rebels with anti-aircraft weapons. Oh, of course. It sounds just like Lindsey Graham and John McCain and so forth. Same strategy that they have done. You know, they did it in Afghanistan, the Mujahideen, and then they, the Mujahideen then metamorphosized into Al-Qaeda. Oh, and then they were bad at that point, right? They were bad. Uh, and they didn't have anything to do with us. Right. Okay. And, and then those people that we'd created and armed that uh, went rogue for a while. Then they, you know, 
became ISIS. And although we said that they were still rogue, we started arming them again. And then you had people like Keene and Lindsey Graham and John McCain who wanted to continue to arm them. But we, now we call them like al-Nusra. Or, you know, they keep changing their names so you can't figure out who the players are. But we really do know who the players are. And so Keene has been calling for us to arm the right Syrian rebels with anti-aircraft weapons and to target Syrian military sites with limited airstrikes or with false flags. We could do it that way. He also championed attacking Syrian ground forces. He called for a forceful overthrow of the Syrian government and for the establishment of a no-fly zone over Syria. This is the guy, and I hope that they're wrong, but this is the guy that the establishment is saying is the leading candidate, uh, John Keene, to replace Mattis. Uh, MSN pointed out that we have Bushies that are creeping into the Trump administration. And uh, they use that term because that's the term that uh, President Trump used. He called all the uh, Bush people, called them Bushies. Shorthand for anybody that was too establishment. Uh, to people who were part of the uh, failed policies of the Bushes. But let's take a look at how this is working out. Earlier this month, they point out, Trump picked Bill Barr, former attorney general under President George H.W. Bush, to be his replacement for Jeff Sessions. Uh, the newly confirmed Deputy Secretary of the Treasury Department, Muzinich, worked on Jeb Bush's presidential campaign, helped to draft his tax plan. Trump's pick to run the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. Heath Tarbert served as an associate counsel to George W. Bush. Jim Jeffrey, former senior aide in George W. Bush's White House, became the president's U.S. Special Representative of Syria in August. And on and on and on. I would go keep going down this. Um, you know, this is how President Trump gets blocked. Personnel are policies. And if we're going to fill the White House and the cabinet and all these different places with people from inside Washington, uh, Bush alumni, Bushies, uh, then we're going to be ambushied everywhere we turn on getting anything changed, anything done. This is how they keep the establishment there. Quite frankly, they know this game. When Ronald Reagan was making his, what did the establishment do? They pulled in George Herbert Walker Bush to make sure that things didn't really change. When the CIA's coattails were on fire after the church committee hearing and you had Colby exposing their assassination plots and people were amazed. And guess what else they were doing? They were listening to the conversations, illegal wiretaps of American citizens in violation of the Constitution without a search warrant. That was being done by the CIA and the NSA. Surprise, surprise. Forty years later, we find that they're doing it again. You know, they created FISA after the Church Commission hearings because you had in the 1960s, as soon as these criminal organizations were created, the NSA and the CIA, they began violating the law and the Constitution and spying on American citizens without a search warrant. And so they said, uh, well, okay, we want you to spy on foreigners, but we're going to create the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act that's going to say that you can't spy on anybody unless they're foreigners in foreign countries. You can't spy on Americans in foreign countries, and you can't even spy on foreigners in America, uh, but um, you can do it uh, to people abroad, you know, and we're going to have this restriction put on you. Well, they turned it around, didn't they? They used the FISA court to try to run a coup against President Trump. 
And then, of course, we saw with the revelations of uh, patriotic whistleblowers like Bill Benny that the Bushes right away started subverting the Constitution and doing dragnet surveillance of the American public. We learned more about it with the Snowden leaks. But they brought in George H.W. Bush and put him in charge of the CIA to rebuild it after it was embarrassed and uh, had its coattails on fire after the church committee hearing. So they brought in George H.W. Bush. When they had Ronald Reagan elected president, they brought in George H.W. Bush to control him as vice president and to make sure they got their globalist agenda through. And now we've got the Bushies coming through the Trump administration. Uh, Climate Depot headline, Deep State Undermines Trump. Career U.S. diplomats are working to implement the Paris Agreement. Remember the Paris Agreement that President Trump got rid of over the objections and the fighting of Rex Tillerson? At this most recent U.N. climate summit, and remember, people, this is all coming from the United Nations. It is a globalist agenda. It is a manufactured crisis so they can have a global tax and a global government. They've got to have a global crisis. And so this is it, tailor-made for them. And, of course, they've also pushed things on us like the war on drugs, uh, the Agenda 2030, uh, again, using the beard of environmentalism. But at the recent uh, summit in Katowice, Poland, Obama UN climate envoy Todd Stern said, a perception floats in public that President Trump has stepped out of the Paris Agreement. But at Katowice, we find that the U.S. is deeply engaged at the moment in several negotiations behind closed doors. Behind the back of President Trump. Behind the back of the American people without authority. We'll be right back. Whether you're looking to boost the benefits of our fish oil formula or just want an alternative, InfoWars Life has the formula for you. Ultimate Krill Oil is a powerhouse formula that takes advantages of the EPA, DHA, and Omega-3s found in our high-quality, ultra-pure krill oil concentrate. Containing powerful antioxidants such as astaxanthin and Omega-3s, Ultimate Krill Oil can help you experience the benefits of fish oil with less required DHA and EPA. This incredible formula can help your body in many ways, including supporting heart health, joint health, and cognitive health aiding in regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our Ultimate Fish Oil or used separately, it's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil, now available at InfoWarsStore.com. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWarsStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance. And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year 
to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. So as we prepare to close out 2018, just remember, this life is a test. And those of you that have been listening and watching and taking action, the victories of populism and nationalism and Christianity coming back from the dead and, and, and recognizing it's being persecuted, that's all because you are the core. Listening to InfoWars around the world, the eyes and ears of liberty that were immune or at least resistant to the globalist programming. Everybody knows who studies this that it's Christians, real Christians who tend to be immune to the globalist brainwashing and, 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 and who tend to see it. And that's why they're trying to eradicate you. But regardless, this fight is intensifying. 2018 has been insane. 2019 is going to be the big decision maker. And I am so honored to be here with you right beside me. Not behind us, but right beside us and at the heart of everything, resisting these globalists. So whatever you do, take action and realize we're changing history together and I salute you. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media that can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes, that can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh, and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why, as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. We've got a story here about uh, Sasha Cohen. It appears to have uncovered a pedophile ring. And, of course, the FBI is not interested. They're not interested. What a surprise. Right, just to set this up, uh, in kind of a related note, we have uh, George Soros fined in Hong Kong over his naked shorts. <laughs> if you are not... Somebody who trades options and futures on a frequent basis, that headline might give you pause. You might think that uh, George Soros has been caught in some kind of a Harvey Weinstein moment here. Me too. <laughs> yes, he was fined over his naked shorts. A, a naked short, by the way, is if you are short selling uh, without borrowing the security or ensuring the security can be borrowed. In other words, you're kind of, some people put it, uh, Selling shares that are not confirmed to exist. Oh, that would be exactly the sort of thing you would expect George Soros to be caught doing, right? Uh, I, I, and that's a little bit easier to envision than George Soros in some actual naked shorts. I don't want to picture that. It's uh, too horrific just to look at his blackened eyes and those sagging sockets. Uh, he looks like a, a, a classic science fiction villain as it is. And, of course, it's not been a good year. 
in many respects for George Soros. Uh, not only did he get caught in his naked shorts, <laughs> but uh, he's been accused of being liar, liar, pants on fire by a couple of different countries. His open society has now been driven out of at least two countries this year. Uh, first, it was out of his native Hungary. Uh, Viktor Orban there, the Hungarian president, uh, said, get out of here. You're trying to overthrow our country. You're trying to destroy it with open immigration. And now uh, Turkey has done the same thing. Even Turkey has thrown George Soros out. Uh, he has now fled to Vienna uh, out of uh, Hungary. And I guess he's safe there because you just had the Austrian government come after a woman uh, to uh, who, who pointed out that Muhammad uh, married a very, very young girl. And they said, you can't say that. It's like, well, they said it. I'm just pointing out the uncomfortable truth here about this. And uh, she was fined. She fought it all the way up through the European Union court, highest level. And they said, nope, you can't say that about Muslims. And so they upheld that fine. So I guess he's going to be fine. (laughs) No pun intended. Uh, He will not be fined, I guess. Uh, in Austria. But let's get back to the story about Sasha Cohen and how the FBI is not interested in a pedophile ring. Not at all. They've got bigger fish to fry. You know, they're coming after President Trump. They can't be bothered with a pedophile ring. You know, this has been, we've had a lot of news about this this last year. You know, of course, you know, all these pedophile rings and everything, that was supposedly just, uh, you know, paranoid conspiracy theories by the right wing. Ah, uh, that stuff doesn't really exist. Oh, no. No, not at all. Um, you know, all the stuff about Podesta and everything. No, oh, don't worry about that. You know, that's just crazy to think that something like that could happen. Or we could have a Franklin cover-up. Those are just conspiracy theories of the right. And yet this year we've had the massive scandal in Pennsylvania with the pedo priests and so forth, the cover-up by the Catholic Church. Uh, uh, what happened in Australia? We have the uh, number three of the Vatican, Cardinal Pell, the guy who was handling all the money there. And, of course, it seems like these guys who are part of these pedophile rings, just like we see here in the United States, the, the guys who are uh, high up in that, they also are uh, bundling all the cash contributions for the church as well. And so you have the, uh, the Vatican Bank guy, Cardinal Pell, the number three at the Vatican. He goes back to Australia to face charges there because they got rid of their statute of limitations These guys, these politicians who are so into pedophilia, make sure they have very short statute limitations, only three years. And that pretty much is uh, what gets them off uh, from being prosecuted. And uh, so they changed that in Australia. They took away that statute of limitations. He had to go back with some new charges because there had been some old ones as well. They found him guilty, and then because 2018 is the year of government censorship— They gagged any reporting about that there in Australia. Can't talk about him being convicted. Uh, We're going to put a gag on that. So let's talk about what happened with Sasha Cohen. Uh, You know, he's doing these uh, parody things where he masquerades as other people. Uh, I never have seen him, quite frankly. I guess I'm one of the few people who haven't. Uh, I don't know. He didn't get that good a rating, uh, but um, uh, I've never seen this guy. I've read about him. I know of him. I have never watched any of his stuff. I have no plans to ever watch any of his stuff. But while he was filming in Las Vegas, and uh, he was filming uh, 
uh, as an Italian playboy that he was playing. He, he created this character called Gio Man- Manaldo. Gio Manaldo. And they said, uh, uh, this is a story reported by Free Thought Project, uh, pointing out that the FBI is not interested in this. So this is what he, he, he did. He asked the hotel concierge to procure him a small child for sex, to which the concierge quickly abides. He says, uh, he said, okay. He said, wait a minute. Uh, he said, this is a little bit too dark. I, didn't, I cut this out of my series because I didn't want to show this. He said, we wanted to investigate how does someone like Harvey Weinstein get away with doing what uh, is criminally, uh, criminality, essentially, and the network that surrounds him. So we decided that Gio Minaldo would interview a concierge in Las Vegas, he said in an interview with Deadline. Uh, as Cohen spoke to the concierge at the hotel, he confessed to sex with children, and the concierge didn't waver. Instead, he tells Cohen how to cover it up, and he notes how they know people who can silence the boy, quote-unquote, silence the boy. During the interview, uh, Cohen says, I reveal that basically this character, Gio Minaldo, has molested an eight-year-old boy. Now, mind you, this is extreme comedy, and we thought that the guy would leave the room. Instead, this concierge stays in the room. And I go, uh, listen, you've got to help me get rid of the problem. This guy starts to advise my character, Gio, how to get rid of the issue. We even at one point talk about murdering the boy, and the concierge is just saying, well, listen, I, I'm really sorry, but in this country, we just can't drown the boy. This is America. We can't do that. Instead, he says, we got lawyers who can make sure that he never talks again. And then after he gets the concierge to agree to help him cover up the molestation of the innocent young boy, he then asks him if he can get a date with another child. And then at the end of the interview, I say, listen, I want to go out and celebrate now. Can you get me a date for tonight? He says, what do you mean a date? He says, you know, like a young man. Uh, Well, what kind of age, I say? Uh, Lower than bar mitzvah, but older than eight. And he says, yeah, I can put you in touch with somebody who can get you some boys like that. And just like that, we see that this guy doesn't have a problem with procuring children for pedophiles in a very swanky LA, uh, Las Vegas uh, hotel. And obviously, he's had experience in covering this up. He knows lawyers who can keep these kids silent. And so Cohen says, uh, so I turned it over to the FBI because we thought perhaps there's a pedophile ring in Las Vegas that's operating for these very wealthy men. You would think, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. And this concierge had said that he'd worked for politicians and for various billionaires. But when he turned it over to the FBI, Cohen says the FBI decided not to pursue it. I guess they figured that there was no way they could tie this to President Trump, so they weren't interested in any kind of crimes like this, right? And as the Free Thought Project points out, pedophile rings almost always get traced back to elite politicians and to billionaires, don't they? Like Jeffrey Epstein. But when it comes time for Epstein and other convicted child predators like former Congressman Anthony Weiner or former Speaker of the House Dennis Haster to be held accountable for their crimes, they are given sweetheart deals by the system. And they do less time than people who are caught with marijuana. And a matter of fact, you know, Haster, again, they couldn't come after him because of the statute of limitations. The judge made it clear that he was sending him to prison for the financial crimes But, uh, you know, that was what it was official. But he made it very clear in the speech that he was reprehensible. He hated what he had done in terms of uh, being a pedophile and so forth. So they send him to jail for something that should have never been a crime. They allow pedophilia to go unpunished, but they send you to jail 
for taking your own money out of the bank without filing the prepared reports. That's how they can get President Trump. We'll be right back. Stay with us. We need to go back and revisit the foundations of our freedom. Our freedoms don't consist of the things that are enumerated on a piece of paper. It consists of the things that we're willing to fight for. The First Amendment, the Bill of Rights, the rest of the Bill of Rights are prohibitions. They're prohibitions against powerful organizations and individuals taking those God-given rights from us as individuals. You better understand that because they're taking them right now. We have seen what they want to do. They called it UN Agenda 21. Now they call it the UN 2030 Agenda. They want everybody off of the rural lands. They want people out of the suburbs. They want to pack everybody into the cities because that's where it is easiest for them to control everyone. It's the David Knight Show. Never miss your show any day. I mean, never. At Infowars.com forward slash show. One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, we've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean, carefully harvested and free of toxic chemicals used in big agricultural productions, Patriot Blend coffees have a smooth, bold flavor with great depth to give you just what you need in the morning. You can even choose to start your morning healthier with the Immune Support Blend, infused with a powerful blend to support your immune response and stamina. It's time to take care of your morning routine. Get a bag of Patriot Blend coffee to support the show while enhancing your morning routine at InfoWarsStore.com. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media, they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes. They can call BS. It's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. It really is amazing. That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. As the years go by, it gets harder and harder to keep up with your body's nutritional needs. With changes in diet, unnatural ingredients, and stress, you may not be able to get all the necessary nutrients, amino acids, vitamins, and minerals needed daily. That's why InfoWars Life created the powerful vitamin-mineral fusion formula, the new platinum standard of advanced multivitamin formulation. Vitamin-mineral fusion uses a unique delivery system to maximize the effects and give your body the tools it needs to support your body. 
Using a proprietary process, we've managed to make this powerhouse formula into a delicious concentrated drink mix that's loaded with high-quality ingredients. Perfect for a hot summer day or relaxing at home, Vitamin Mineral Fusion is loaded with 34 different essential vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and more. Start supporting your body's needs in a great-tasting, natural, and affordable drink mix with Vitamin Mineral Fusion today. Available at InfoWarsStore.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. I want to talk a little bit more about this because I, I just think this story about this concierge in uh, Las Vegas exposed as a fixer for pedophile, for politicians, for billionaires, admitted it. Yeah, we, I can get you a kid. And I can help to silence that other kid that you've got a problem with. And he turns it over to the FBI and the FBI says nothing, does nothing about it. This is what the FBI is, folks. Let's understand this. From the very beginning, you had their prancing founder, J. Edgar Hoover, the cross-dresser, the tranny who started this whole thing, blackmailing politicians left and right. He had his own insurance policies, didn't he? And you had Truman call him out on it. He says, yeah, he's got blackmail on everybody in this dirty town. And they haven't changed. They still got their insurance policies. People like Peter Strzok. Hasn't changed at all. There he is right there, the cross-dresser, <laughs> the, original, the original tranny hero, uh, founder of the FBI, Jagger. And they've got some Jaggers still there, evidently, who are going to cover up for the pedophiles or just kind of lay back. Maybe they can get some information they can use to blackmail some billionaires or some powerful politicians. I'll tell you who ought to be investigated. It ought to be the FBI. Yeah, they're the ones who ought to be in the dock. Uh, after what they have done over the last couple of years, defying Congress, stonewalling uh, this corrupt Department of Justice and the corrupt FBI that we have there as a blackmail, try to overthrow our own government, ignore pedophile rings, ah, nothing to investigate here. And, of course, the mainstream media doesn't see anything to investigate there either. That's the amazing thing. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, yeah, he decided he's not going to show. He thought it was a little bit too dark. He talks about it, kind of jokes about it. Oh, that's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I turned it over to the FBI, but they're not interested. Uh, where are the people in Washington, our elected representatives, who want, who will call up Cohen and say, uh, who did you talk to at the FBI? And start their own investigation. Their own staff need to do that. They need to go on the offensive against these corrupt criminals and the FBI. What a corrupt organization they are. Just unbelievable. Uh, before we get back to that, I just want to remind you of the products that we sell at InfoWarsStore.com. They don't want us talking about this kind of stuff. They don't talk about it, and they don't want us talking about it. That's why they censor us. And the only way that we stay alive, folks, is if you buy products that help your health. How about that? You keep free speech alive, 
and you increase your health. We've got up to 75% off at our site right now. We're trying to get rid of inventory before the end of the year. We have free shipping, double Patriot points, a free gift with every order. We got things like Brain Force Plus, 55% off, Ultimate Bone Broth, 55% off. We got the Real Red Pill, 60% off, Super Blue, fluoride free toothpaste and mouthwash. It has nano silver, it has a good halogen, iodine, it does not have fluoride in it. Uh, the toothpaste and mouthwash, those are both 60% off. A lot of products at that big discounts, anywhere from 50 to 75% off. Free shipping store-wide, double Patriot points, a free gift with every order. Take a look at InfoWarsStore.com. We really could use your support. Let's talk a little bit about socialism here. Uh, we have, uh, of course, the Democrats demanding that we have open borders and pushing this. And at the same time, the other thing that is rising up from them, not, it's not just the new Green Deal that occasional cortex is talking about. It is also universal basic income. And as Technology Review points out, this is MIT's Technology Review, said universal basic income had a rough 2018. Now, MIT Technology Review likes universal basic income. All these tech companies do. They start out, first paragraph. Silicon Valley loves the idea of universal basic income. Many in the tech elites tout it as the answer to job losses caused by automation, if only people would give it a chance. And so they talk about how, yeah, you know, it had a lot of experiments that failed this year, that folded. And, you know, but they just didn't have enough time. You know, we, we got to do a little bit better job of it. But I want to ask this question of the Democrats and of Big Silicon. Maybe that's what we should call them instead of Silicon Valley elites. Let's just call them Big Silicon. Uh, these billionaire criminals who have decided that our free speech is their product, uh, their property to dispose of as they wish. And now they want to say, well, we're going to replace, they're going to create in a few years. They know they're going to displace a lot of workers in most industries within the next uh, seven, six to seven years, as long as 10 years, people look at 2030. But most of them are kicking in around the middle of the 2020s, you know, 2025 or whatever. So about six years out. Uh, they expect to displace about 50% of the people in most professions. And we're not even talking about just the, the jobs at the bottom level, blue-collar jobs, working-class jobs. No, no, no. This is going up to doctors, lawyers, even Indian chiefs. You know, you don't need Indian chiefs. You can have AI politicians. And so you're going to have 50% unemployment. We're talking about economic situations that are worse than the Great Depression. You don't think that's going to fuel a worldwide yellow vest movement? You don't think that kind of Great Depression is going to fuel a worldwide war and political upheaval? So they're trying to keep a lid on this. They say, oh, these proletariats out there, they put us in a precarious position. They call them, they call us the precariat. And so they are looking at ways to pacify us. But think about this, folks. At the same time, they're projecting uh, 50% unemployment for people with their new gadgets and AI. They are full metal, uh, you know, pedal to the floor on open borders and immigration, bringing in cheap workers. Uh, they're not just trying to grab all the cash they can before the excrement hits the fan. Uh, this is planned destruction and chaos of our societies. 
They want to make sure that if they load up our societies with these people from other places, that when uh, we start getting 50% unemployment, we start fighting each other. We start fighting the people coming in from Central and South America. You took our jobs, not Silicon Valley and whatever. And they can just stand back and watch us all fight each other. We can fight each other over the different cultures, the different languages, over the uh, different religions and so forth. They create a Tower of Babel inside America and Western Europe, and they just sit back and rake in all the cash. And uh, If we somehow unify together and come after these billionaires, uh, they've got the swarming uh, autonomous killer robots to take us out. That's what Hugo de Garris talks about with his Artelic War. Uh, so, yeah, just think about this. I just want you to think about the fact that it's the Democrats and big silicon who are pushing a mass migration of people because they need cheap labor. You know, these people are coming here for economic reasons. They're pushing all these people in here when they know that they don't have enough jobs for you, that 50% of you here now are going to be losing your jobs in about six or seven years. And they're going to pack as many people into these countries to make sure that we don't have a way to fight back against this. And so here's how MIT spends it. They say getting people on board with basic income requires data, but this year a number of experiments were cut short, delayed, or ended after a short time. So that means that we got our possible data supply got cut short. Oh, see, this is kind of like climate change. Uh, ignore the data if it doesn't support your hypothesis. So they got a hypothesis. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can all just... Put everybody on the ultimate welfare, universal basic income. And when they try it, and it obviously doesn't work, and they cut it short, they go, well, according to MIT, uh, well, uh, you know, it could work if you do it long enough. If you do it longer, they said back in June, MIT Technology Review speaking here, back in June, we declared basic income could work if you do it Canada style. We talked to people on the ground, getting the checks in Ontario's 4,000-person test, and we saw how it was changed in the community. Then, just two months later, it was announced that the program is ending in the new year rather than running for three years. Last checks will be put out in March of this coming year. In 2016, MIT Technology Review predicted that in 2017, we will find out if basic income makes sense. There were two main tests that we were waiting on. First, there was Finland's promising basic income test which received a lot of hype when it was launched in 2017. Then in 2018, it was revealed that the program would not, yet, would not be extended beyond its original trial period. It was a failure, a massive failure. And, of course, the only place it's going to be tried right now that we see coming up is in Stockton, California, where they've already gone bankrupt. And they're filled with the bankrupt ideas of socialism. And they've got a young millennial mayor there that has the mentality and the experience and the perspective of Alexandria Occasional Cortex. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this and how they push back on it because, folks, uh, this is something they're going to be working very, very hard to shove down your throat, and it's going to include conservatives and libertarians as well, pushing that. The globalists are trying to set up a private corporate world government that's above the law. If there's any opposition, if there's any independent media, they can call the fact that the emperor has no clothes they can call BS, it's game over. But if you look at everybody else like Michael Savage and Rush Limbaugh and Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity, they are all beholden to the networks they're on that can be targeted. There's only two groups in the U.S., InfoWars and Matt Drudge of DrudgeReport.com, that are truly independent. And, of course, they're two of the dominant media forces in the world. 
It really is amazing. That's why as we close out 2018, I want to just remind the listeners of the amazing fight we're all in and how far we've come together. Just remind you that you are the power, you're the strength, you're the will of InfoWars. So please spread the links, InfoWars.com, NewsWars.com, PrisonPlanet.com. Because if you don't spread the articles and the videos, no one else will. We're all in each other's hands. God bless you all and thank you. For those of us that are the tip of the spear, we're being targeted to take out the leadership. That's the globalist only hope. So when you support InfoWars, when you spread our articles and videos, when you buy products at InfoWarsStore.com, you are literally not just supporting InfoWars and free speech and standing in defiance against Soros and Hillary and the rest of these people, but you are standing for your own future and your own best shot of having an early warning system in America to stand against these individuals. When you order products at InfoWarsStore.com, you fund not just an American revolution, but a global revolution against tyranny. And we have the biggest specials ever running throughout to the end of the year as part of a total store clearance. Every order gets a free t-shirt. Every order gets free shipping. Every order gets 50 to 75% off in total clearance. And that funding allows us to go into the new year on sure footing to fund ourselves throughout the first part of the year to not just fight, but to expand. We're on the march. The empire's on the run. I salute you all. Now, please take action at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The David Knight Show.